Support for Two Beards, Please is provided by Turnhall Financial Group. In order to better represent their reach to a wider range of communities, Cedarburg Associates has changed its name, but still sees money as a tool, rather than a goal, for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Turnhall Financial Group at 262-421-5467 or by emailing Turnhall Financial Group, that's T-U-R-N-H-A-L-L, Financial Group at Thrivent.com. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we'll be getting together to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello and welcome to this episode of Two Beards, Please. This is episode 59. You know what that is, Nate? It's almost 60. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It is. Just like 58 was almost <laughs> Just like 68. you said last time. 57 was almost 60. Oh, and then you'll be counting down to 70 then next. I'll be like, just past 60. All right. Well, Until we hit almost 70. We have got a great episode today. Uh, we are recording. We've got Great is subjective, I think, but I'm going to go along with you. Anyway. I think it's going to be great. Well, that's we, all that matters. We have got our friend Charlie it in is the studio with us. It yeah. will be great. Yeah. So I didn't even our, notice him sitting here. If 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 you have not heard the episode that we did with Charlie, oh, we're getting this, this out of the way nice and early. For, are we? Yes, nice. uh, the June of 2019, we did a, a Father's Day two part special episode with our friend Charlie. Yeah, who at that point was preparing to have his first child. Right, he has has since had that child. So if you haven't listened to that episode, <laughs> go back and listen to that right now. We'll wait for you. Welcome back. Welcome back. So the reason that we brought Charlie back is... Um, we wanted to confirm that all our advice was perfectly on, <laughs> on point. So we did. We actually did do a follow-up with Charlie uh, with Isaiah uh, right. since that show. So there's actually two episodes you need to go listen to. Right. So, well, total of three. So there's two, two from June 2019. <laughs> then there's the follow-up from the, that we did with Charlie. And now go back and listen to that one, too. So it's a total of three. Total of three. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. We waited so, for you. So the reason that we brought Charlie in today is that uh, he and Wait, his, before we announce this, is this public knowledge or are we? is this breaking news? This is public knowledge. It's public knowledge. It was on Facebook a while back. It's Facebook, it's Facebook official. official? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. We're late to the game then. Charlie and his lovely <laughs> wife, Christiana, are very, very close to having their second child. Yeah. And their first was a boy who I'm, I'm sure... Some of you who are following us on social medias, I've posted pictures yep. with him multiple times. I want to see a TikTok. With, my, my little buddy. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. We got to get some TikToks. Dude, that could go viral. He's here today. He's upstairs right. with, with our girls. Yeah. And uh, I, I think we should do that. Yes. Yeah, totally. Great idea. See, I had two good ideas today, Nate. I think I'm done. Just, <laughs> I've maxed out my, so, my good ideas for the day. So the reason that we're here, like I said, Charlie and his lovely wife, Christiana, are expecting their second. Right. And this time, it's confirmed yep. going to be a girl. Yeah. A girl. <laughs> good luck. So you've had a couple years now in with uh, parenting a boy. Yeah. So parenting boys... I think are different than parents. Yeah, I don't girls. know. Yeah, we, but I've we, heard neither of us know. <laughs> we we can talk quite a bit about what yes. it means to parent a girl, and we're going to get to that here in a little bit. But right. let's let's follow up on a couple stories, Charlie. What types of things did you have happen over the last couple of years with Isaiah that you 
either expected and it went like you know like you thought they would or unexpected and you weren't prepared for let's put yeah. it that way so it, yeah and i i have a few ideas down here i guess kind of two categories you know like you mentioned there's positive like it went better than i expected or negative you know right. <laughs> i thought i was ready but it, it didn't go that way um i guess the biggest one for me because he's almost two now and he's a toddler how often he chooses to be stubborn like we were ready for this but yeah <laughs> and, and all the how, time. yeah right the answer that, yeah, the is answers all, all the time, the time. Yeah. Yep. right and like he i know that he understands what we're saying like most of the time we can say okay grab a book for us to read and he'll go get a book but when we say okay it's time to put the books away and go to bed you know, sometimes he, he runs into the corner and covers his face. And... Yeah, that's, that's called <laughs> willful defiance, Charlie. Yeah, yep. yeah. There's a term for that. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's all kinds of ways you can cure them of that. <laughs> I don't think we probably shouldn't discuss no, any of them no, here. No. But... I think you do okay because he ends up typically helping out and, and, you know, for the most part, does what you need him to do. Yeah. When, when you need him to do it, you want him to be independent. Yeah. You'll you'll right. learn to love that willful defiance. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, no, you won't. I'm, I lied. I lied. No, because willful dependence as a toddler turns into willful de- in, uh, defiance. Defiance as a teenager, teenager which yeah. is a whole other yeah. <laughs> sorts of problems. Yeah. We'll talk does, about that in stops, ten years. It stops. Yeah. It doesn't involve books usually. Yeah, no. Anymore. <laughs> so what else? But, yes, what else do you have? You mentioned helping out. Um, this was a positive one. He really likes to help dust and vacuum. Wow. I um, very nice. The first few times I had the vacuum out around him after he was able to walk, he kind of had mixed feelings about it. You know, if he would sometimes he would run away and sometimes he would come up and point at it and be interested in it. Um, so one time I, you know, I let him run it. You know, I I handed it to him and he just kind of moved it back and forth and he loved it. So now, perfect. Whenever I vacuum the house, I give him our carpet sweeper. Um, nice. So he's not really doing anything, but he's you know he's getting used to to helping out and he feels like he's helping. So now, if I vacuum without him, he starts crying because oh, no, he wants to help right. so bad. I don't think it's a problem. I want him to like chores. No, that no, no. It's a problem for him that you're right. doing oh, the, yes. the the vacuuming yes. and he's not. Right. See. Yeah, I don't know that never he's had doing, that problem. Have you this, ever had that problem? I don't know that he's doing this necessarily to be helpful. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, time will just, tell. It's just something yeah. new to him that he needs to be a part of. That he feels he needs to be a part of because, trust me, man. At some point, it's going to be the exact opposite. We're yeah. going to be begging, pleading, yeah, please threatening. just pick up your dirty clothes. <laughs> Keep, you can do every, every, yeah, everything else can stay where it is, but just pick up the dirty clothes. Yeah. Let's see a floor, please. Right. <laughs> At least once a month, I need to be able to see your floor. I don't so. know. It makes it more fun for me yeah. when I'm vacuuming. <laughs> and then the same thing with dusting. Like, we have some of those dusting mitts. Oh, yeah. Just put oh, on, yeah. You rub everything down. I give him one of those, and he follows me around and dusts nice. everything that I dust. You mentioned that last time I was at the house there. And we one of the one of his dusting mitts looks like a puppet almost. Yeah, I was uh, talking with the dust mitt. Yeah, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me either. Yeah, and that some... you got as much joy out of it as a toddler oh, doesn't yeah. surprise me at right. all. But you didn't dust anything, Nate. Right, no, no. <laughs> right. 
I just made a new character. Nate doesn't like to be helpful. (laughs) That's not true. Sometimes he'll take the dusting mitt and go up to my wife and start like dusting her. But (laughs) overall, it's a good thing. So Um, what else you got? This one, you know, it's not specific to the, the kids, but. It's just how difficult strollers and car seats can be. Oh man, and I, I know like we a talked medieval about torture this. device. <laughs> yeah, it's like it the, with the car seat, especially it almost like the toddler one is a lot worse than the infant one. Yeah, the infant one you can just base. clip it right into it. Yeah, right, right. But the toddler one it almost makes me want to spend like another three hundred dollars just to have one oh, in each car. Yeah, dude, it's we ridiculous. Did, we did that. Yeah, that's exactly what we did just for the fact that yeah, it is such a hassle to. Yeah clip it in and out and so you actually have it better now because they're all latch yeah before we had to feed the seatbelt his his is not latch oh it's not yep it's the seatbelt when he's forward facing Uh, it should still be latch it's latch when it's backwards facing Hmm. But forwards facing, it's seat belt, and you have to do that whole thing, you know, where you put your knee on it and like yeah. Oh, yeah. Push it, push it tight. Oh, yeah. Trust and, me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when our first one was born, they had a, a clinic, or they had a, they the, the local police station yep. had an offering yep. where they show to do you it. how yeah. to put a car yeah. seat in, and I did that. We I did went, too. Went up to the Falls Police Department yep. and had the guy come out and. Show me how to how to put it in, and I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Next time I need, I'll give another clinic when I get my next car seat. You can show me air quotes. I know not so big on a podcast, but well, show me how to put this one in too. Well, like like Charlie said, we we decided we invested in a second car seat, and it was the best yeah. decision ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, in fact, I'm thinking of investing in one for my car for, for when I come to pick oh. up Isaiah to <laughs> sure. go. Like yesterday when Lynn picked him up to go to the zoo, mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, if I keep in my car or in the house, I can just load it in my car and you don't have to swap it out uh-huh. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Charlie, that'd be great for Charlie. If you could invest in one for his other car, too, he'd love that. Yeah, no, I don't think I'd do that. <laughs> Maybe grandparents' cars, too. Yeah, the grandparents need them, Nate? Are you offering? They can invest in their own. All right. <laughs> well, we didn't invest in multiple toddler, like, front-facing, but we we invested in multiple booster seats. Oh, yeah. Because they're we cheaper. So we had yeah. boosters. And every, I mean, I bought my mom booster, and <laughs> we had boosters in both our cars. And, yep. Yeah. Now we have a garage full of booster seats. <laughs> so when you need those, yeah, too. well, they're all, they are all, of course. I mean, I don't know how much I don't know that the technology seats, has changed booster seats. So you could. Because it's not like the foam. It's not right. stuff that it's is just, degrading. Right. It's oh, just sure. hard plastic. Yeah, it's just like a fancy foam book, basically, <laughs> right? <laughs> a foam book with arms. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when, when you get to that point. Let me know. All right. <laughs> I get, you get booster seats in every conceivable car. All um, right. What else yeah, you got? The last one I wanted to mention is, um, so this is probably cliche, but everybody thinks their kid is the best and is really smart and all of that. But he impresses me all the time with how well he can communicate with only about four hand gestures and two sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get pretty That's good. That's going to come it. in handy again later in life. My, my my favorite uh, one for him is when he wants you to play or look at something or pay attention to him. He'll he'll sit down, 
or squat down and pat the floor or the ground oh, yeah. yep. next to where he is. And as he's looking at you, like it's very clear, like yeah. what he wants. You pay know. attention. Come over here and pay attention like to me. If, yeah, yeah. If we, like uh, I, the the first time he did that to me, I was over there at their house and we were uh, playing ball. We'd roll the ball back and forth between our legs, and you know he went and sat down, got the ball, sat down. Then he looked back over at me and he patted the floor in front mm-hmm. of him. I'm like, all right, I get it, buddy. Time to play ball. It's just like a dog <laughs> command. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> you have a little clicker for him when you make no. tricks. No, but I did get him to play with a laser light once. Nice, perfect. <laughs> like a cat. Yep. Nice. All right. Well, let's get into some of the differences that you're going to experience. Nate, do we need to go over daughters. the differences between boys and girls? With well, you? I think that's one of the differences that I had actually. <laughs> where actually, there's a couple of them here. The first one, uh, the first one on my list is prey. A lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're going to need it. Yeah. You're going to need it. She's going to need it. Your wife's going to need it. Boys are like physically hard. Like they like to from, run you ragged. Run you ragged. And I don't know. I don't have boys, but like all my friends that have boys, like I said before, like everything in the house is broken all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like you're constantly chasing them around. They're constantly <laughs> like, you know, eating dirt and like bringing dead animals in the house or whatever it is. But girls are emotionally impossibly hard yes and yeah. we'll, we'll get into more of that here so i've got recommendations and i've got some things that uh, maybe some situations that that will put you in here. all right diaper changes are going to be obviously different they're right. a, li- <laughs> a little less uh risk of yeah. sprinkler effect <laughs> right but right. you got you you still have to be careful because there's a chance of them going on the table and then it gets all over because mm-hmm. there's you know, no way to direct it really and I've heard you have to be more careful with wiping. Yes. Yeah, always wipe front to back. Right. That's something. And this is actually a good place to drop this in here. You're going to want to... PSA? Yeah. Cox PSA? <laughs> Got it. You are going to want to learn the female anatomy. If you haven't already, <laughs> you're going to want to know... I think he's got a general idea. Well, I understand that. But what I'm saying is you're going to want to get comfortable talking about periods, talking about yeah. menstruation, talking about You're going to want to know where like hormones, the closest store about... is that, hold, that carries... <laughs> Tampons and pads, right? Like the closest to your house. Don't whether it's a. Don't suppose that's Menards, is it? No, no, probably. <laughs> um, maybe, but probably not. Don't be the guy or the father, and I'm not. Right. I'm sure you're not going to do this, but you grew up in a house full of all brothers. Right. Your mom was the only woman in the house, so I'm telling you this as you know. Consider this to be friendly <laughs> advice, because you're going to want to be part of those conversations. Yeah. You can't make it be awkward, and if it's if you think it's awkward. You got to get over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and, don't want and, it to be and awkward. Figure out how to talk about things like that, and even like with Isaiah too. I, and I'm sure you guys uh, will be fine with this, but you're going to want to talk about sex and dating at some point. Which with we'll get know, it. We'll, we'll that'll get be a whole that. other episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think yeah. he, I think he knows about that stuff too, Nate. I listened right. to your dating episode. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that episode, <laughs> dance with daughters dating. <laughs> Go back and listen to that right now. We'll wait. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> so, when I was thinking about this, that was yep. something that as a as a boy growing up, I didn't really think about. I mean, no. I had a sister and a mom, but I, you know, I didn't. Yeah. It, to me, it was you know something you didn't talk about. Right. It was you know embarrassing and right. But 
yeah, when you have daughters, you need to be able to. You have can't be open, embarrassed by anything. No, you need to have open conversations, right. and not saying you got to celebrate it and throw period <laughs> parties like I've heard of some people no. doing, but you know, at least be able to talk about it without getting uncomfortable or right. giggly or. You know, <laughs> yeah, because at some point, mom's going to be gone, yeah. and you're going to be you're going to be the go to. You're going to be the go to. Yep. Yep. And use anatomically correct terms right. when right. you're talking. Yeah. And that's not to that extent, but that was something that was just a different, like, adjustment for me when I got married. It's like, what are all these, you know, like, shampoo bottles for? Or what are <laughs> yeah, these yeah. crayons and stuff in your in the in the bathroom for? Uh, and right. the makeup and all of that. Well, just that's going to blow up to. even more yeah, with the daughter. Yeah. yeah. How because... many bathrooms do you have in your house? <laughs> <laughs> Two. Well, as soon as your daughter gets to be about... 10 you're only gonna have one i'm gonna be in the basement you're gonna yeah you're gonna be peeing in the slop sink in the basement (laughs) yeah i know yeah in there so here's another thing too in along that regards learn how to do at the basics with their hair learn how to brush it learn how to do the basic ponytail and the basic pigtails that's gonna be critical for you to learn and always, <laughs> yeah, yep, that works. Um, always carry hair ties with you. Yes, yep. I don't do it so much anymore right. because my girls are old Older, enough right. to figure it out themselves. Right. But for the longest time, yes. I had at least two hair ties on my keychain. I'd put all them at all clip times, them, clip yep. them on my carabiner, sure. and have them because you don't know you're out and right. It, it especially is necessary at restaurants where yep. you, you want them to be able to eat without getting their hair and their spaghetti or macaroni and cheese because that's all they'll eat. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times we went to like fourth grade basketball. I was in charge of getting her there. And we get there and all the girls have ponytails and Emma would look at me like, what are we doing here, Dad? I'm just like... Oh, I got, I got it, I got it. Yeah, yeah I yeah. used to keep them all over. I had them on, clipped yep. on my carabiner. I had a couple on my uh, yep. stick shift uh, yep. handle in the car. In the car. Yep. Yeah, definitely something to keep. So your play, how you play with your kids is going to change with a girl, at least to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You're still going to want to do like the wrestling and the roughhousing and the, right. the, the goofing around and yep. the sports and, you know, playing with cars and trucks with your daughters because that's important for them to have as well. But girls have a tendency, at least the girls and boys that I've had exposure to, uh, to play differently. They are less physical and more make-believe. So yep. they're, okay. you're going to have Barbies and princesses and yeah. uh, Polly Pockets and dolls. and You may have to get your fingernails painted. You, yeah. <laughs> and nails your toenails. painted yep. and uh, Makeup. dress up. Yep. Yeah, dress up. Yeah, yep. Girls like to play, you know, dress up as the, the characters and princesses. And mm-hmm. In fact, there's a game that we played uh, that my girls had, Pretty Pretty Princess. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to get that. That's going to be a, a fun game to play. Well, pretending with Barbies is the same as pretending with my army men, right? It can be, yes. It's sure. along those lines, yeah, Just anatomically absolutely. different. Barbies don't tend to dig trenches and try to <laughs> shoot each other. I was, I was trying to come yeah, up with just, that, yes. Just, thank you. you. <laughs> not really hand-to-hand combat. No, there's not a lot of hand-to-hand combat in Barbie. <laughs> some. Although there could be. Some, cat but yeah, not not a lot. <laughs> In my experience. The other thing, too, is that as a father, there's always this innate desire 
or some sort of drive to treat your daughter like a princess. That's okay to a point, but you don't want to raise a princess. You want to raise somebody who's got their head on their shoulders, somebody who is confident and smart and intelligent and is able to also take accountability for their actions. So you don't want to necessarily give in and give them everything that they ask for as much as you might be tempted to <laughs> do gonna that. That's going to be hard. Because it's seriously, it's going <laughs> it to be is different. Very hard. <clears throat> it's totally different. So there, oh, there, I hear. there's a definition, <laughs> there's, there's a clear mother-son type yep. of relationship, sure. yeah. and there's a very clear father-daughter uh, relationship. And that's why, you know, you always hear the daddy's girl, the, you know, Princess, daddy's princess, that you type of thing. Right, exactly. And that's okay to a point, but you can't, you, you got to know when to say no. You got to know when to um, draw the line and, you know, be a little bit of a hard nose from time to time, too. Yeah, in <laughs> case, you know, prepare her if she's not that one in a billion person that marries the prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know that there are not a lot of princes in the market that I know of, but I mean, if you start looking now, well, maybe we'll you take just, a trip to Britain. Yeah, you just don't want them to grow up entitled, right, right? Right. You want you want them. You want to be real careful with that. But I think knowing you, your personality, and knowing Christiana, I think you'll be fine. Thanks. Uh, one of the traditions that we had, and this is something when I asked my girls to prepare for this episode, I asked them. I said, "What are some of the things that we did?" or I did as a father, things that, that you will remember. And they both said uh, Christmas dress shopping. So mm. when they were really young, it's this started when they were babies. I I took them out to get Christmas dresses. This wasn't Lynn. This was this was me. Mm-hmm. I, I took them both out, and it lasted until Natalie was a teenager because at that point she was too picky, and we couldn't <laughs> ever make a decision we on couldn't what agree she wanted. on anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And then by that point, Jocelyn was old enough that she didn't care about shopping anymore. She just didn't want to go to the store and just wanted to be done with it. And she couldn't find anything that she liked. She's she was very tactile. Right. Where right. the like the sweaters and, you know, certain things just didn't feel right yep. on her skin. So I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this. <laughs> so here's what I noticed about clothes is you're gonna at some point, your daughter's going to get to the age where you hate everything she wears. Absolutely, and that's something that Natalie <laughs> brought up too. Yeah, and I originally I was the guy that said, "Well, yep. if she comes home with something that I don't like, I'm going to burn it in the fire pit." And that's mm-hmm. what I had her parroting back to me. But it's talk until you get there because when you get there, it's it's a little more difficult to navigate once you have a teenager that kind of has her well, own I had ideas. To like, yeah, and I had to like. I remember distinctly, like, getting to that point and being super frustrated and, like, putting my foot down on all this stuff. And then, like, I I had to check myself and I talked to some mothers of daughters that are friends of mine, like, you know, thinking, like, I need some female insight on this. Like, <laughs> I can't, I you know, I have to admit to myself that I really have no idea what, what it's like as a girl to, like, you know body image and like how you dress and so i just like i talked to some people and they're all like basically what you're telling me andrew is that you would want your daughter to just wear a burqa all the time i've said that and i'm like yeah that's exactly (laughs) what i'm saying and they're going that might be unrealistic and i'm like okay that's unrealistic fine (laughs) it may just because it's my dream so there's so much more to a girl and their outfit and everything that I just don't like, I'll never understand. Right. 
But you it, know what it I mean? It has to do with friends and well, sure. I mean, it has to do with that, but it also has to do with like self-image, and it has right. to do with so much more than like anything that I'll ever understand. So it was really hard for me to like start thinking beyond just like you're never wearing that in public because that was just my reaction right yeah um so you have to like adapt i think is what i'm trying to say we've gotten to the point where we've got a pretty good understanding now sure Uh, i'm i'm relaxed on most things Mm -hmm. but there are certain things where like the other day she wore a, a little bit too cropped of a crop top that she made herself. It was a Bucks t-shirt that mm-hmm. she wore for the game. I'm like, all right, how about after this game we retire that shirt? Well, and like with Emma, <laughs> what I've done is, and Celia hasn't really gotten to this point yet, a little bit, but like if I am, if if I think it's over the line, like my line has moved, right? right? But if I think it's over the line, I'll have a discussion with them and say, explain to me why this, why you think this is a good idea. Because right. I think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> right. So you need to convince me that it's okay. Yeah. That's... And then just have an honest discussion with them. Like, I think it's a terrible idea because, like, you're leaving nothing to the imagination. <laughs> so <laughs> what are we really doing here? And then they can explain to me, like, yeah. you know, and sometimes I've said, okay. And sometimes I said, that's not convincing. Right. <laughs> See, I, I'm hoping that my second one, Jocelyn, that she... Wants to wear burkas all the time? Well, not burkas. <laughs> she, she's not really into the whole fashion. fashion yeah. Celia is kind of the same she way. She doesn't care. She's more about comfort. Yep. And like her big thing right now is rock band t-shirts, which is oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, either, yeah right. It's, it's replaced her hard hats, which right. I love. <laughs> right. But yeah, she uh, Celia is kind of the same way. Like she, Celia, like you said, Jocelyn has a real thing with like tactile. Celia's the same way. Like she's not. She hates wearing like denim because it's just like doesn't give, you know. And yeah. so she loves t-shirts. Yeah, and like comfortable shorts or comfortable. And again, they're both preteens yet, so right. there's a that will change. For that to that change will change. At some I'm point, sure, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, I guess my advice to that is. Be flexible. Yeah, and also like have a conversation with them. Get their entire perspective sure. before you just because I tried putting my foot down a lot and <laughs> you know, at the end of the day they don't wear it, but <laughs> it also leads to a lot of therapy. So <laughs> for me. No, just kidding. <clears throat> what else you got, Nate? Go out on daddy daughter dates with, with them, with her. Obviously you do stuff with Isaiah, but make it a point to it sounds creepy, but date your daughter. Yeah, I mean, just, but yeah. what what you're doing is you're you're making time specifically for her, and you're taking her out, and you're showing her. You're kind of modeling what she should expect, yep. and this is kind of you're also doing this with your wife, your wife as yep. well. So mm-hmm. how, how your relationship with your wife, they're going to watch that. So Isaiah is watching that from a a point of view where you know he's going to model himself after you, right? And she's going to look at this and say, okay, this, this is how is my dad expect. treats my mom. Right. Uh, there, there's there's a, a, a saying that girls have a tendency to, to marry people that are more like their father, right. for better or worse. Yeah, right. Uh, right? And it just you want to make sure that. Yep. So you should, you know, you should still, like, date your wife, right? So yeah. you should model that. You know, make time for your wife. and But also... You know, it's there's something really cool about like asking your daughter where she wants to go eat, and then like taking her to do something she wants to do, and that obviously changes throughout her life, whatever age she is, mm-hmm. and then just having conversations with her because like 
I have no idea what a teenage girl or a or a middle school girl or a grade like elementary school. I have no idea what their thought process is. I don't think I ever. I'm pretty sure I never will. Right. Um. So I need you know we both my daughters, we had a really relationship of like really open communication. Like, Dad, this is why. I think you're stupid, right? <laughs> that happens a lot in that my house. Must have been a long right. List. Lots of conversations about that, but like, you know, this is why I this is why I want to do this. Well, I don't. I know you don't understand it, but here's why I want to do it. Yeah, you know, and and that's key. And it's key to start those communication conversations yep. early, yep. So that by the time they turn 11, 12, and get into that preteen, yep, kind of sass shutdown type of thing. It's already they've already got that habit, and they yep. know they can trust you. And yep. mm-hmm. um, so otherwise, it's too late. They'll keep right. Yeah, if yeah. you start having conversations at eleven, twelve, then it's way too late. Right. Yeah. Even Natalie, that was one of the things that she brought up. That you know, dad, daddy, daughter dates. That's something. Mm-hmm. She's she's seventeen, and we still do them. So, yep. Yeah, we're actually due for one here this week, I think. The other thing I'll say is like, even you know, I don't know if you'll if you're planning on having more kids, but. Your kids will obviously have different interests. Yes. So, like, both of my daughters have completely different interests. And so, like, you need to foster whatever their interests are instead of, like, fostering what you think their interests yeah. are. And speaking, <laughs> right? speaking of that, yeah, it, it's going to be – I know you're big into basketball. You're a huge Bucks fan, not just a bandwagon fan. You're one of the few people <laughs> I know that were actually <laughs> not a bandwagon Bucks fan. But, uh, Bucks um, six. Yeah. Your daughter's gonna hate basketball. You just maybe, <laughs> maybe she may not. She right, may, she may really enjoy it. Uh, but you need to be open to the other things that she right. may be interested in, like soccer or ballet or right. cheerleading or right. <laughs> you know some of the other. You know, I I am fortunate. And I feel fortunate. Could be that anything, right? N- yeah. Neither of my girls got into any of that stuff, but. <laughs> <laughs> they tried it. We, we we did through the parks and rec. You know, yeah. Natalie and both Jocelyn and or Natalie mostly Natalie, but Jocelyn had her opportunities as well to try other things. So um, that's something we've always done too: is just put them in everything, right, and let them figure out what they want. Like, don't force them beyond. You know, if they start something, you have to they have to finish it. But yeah, don't like right. you're gonna play the piano from the age of five till you're. So, not 18 so, whether you like it or not so right? here, here's here's a funny story natalie wanted that's actually something that she said she said push them to do something so that they get good at something and i'm like yeah we tried with you that doesn't yeah. work yeah i mean <laughs> it's expose them to it and you'll find what they like right right so like emma loved playing the piano yeah celia not so much so we did piano lessons for like a couple years and then she's just like dad i don't want to do this anymore so she tried it like you in trying it doesn't mean like one lesson and you're like nope i don't like it like that's not you know trying it but you know we tried it and she wants to do other things so yeah when we we get her into other things you know so i've talked to my wife about that too like we both of us are musicians mm-hmm. um isaiah loves to play the drums and the piano right mm-hmm. now we both think it would be great you know to have each of them try one mm-hmm. instrument for yeah. a while and join some sort of team activity whether it's a sport or like drama yep. or you know something like that student council yep it's just a good you know a good um skill to learn absolutely yeah it's important to have that 
team the, mentality and get exposed to that. And that's yeah. a healthy approach to, to let them let them pick. And I know yep. I know that you're not going to force them into something they're not going to want to do. But yeah, that's a good yeah. good. I just think exposing them to as much as possible too is, yeah. is important. They'll let you know what they don't want to do. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. There will be no question of like, do you really like this? No, they'll they'll let you know. <laughs> going back to the, um, like I said, I feel fortunate that my my girls weren't in ballet. My niece is in ballet. She's like heavy into it. Where to the point where she's done. She's been in the the Chicago ballet. It was a very uh, a prominent company down there doing. Uh, the Nutcracker and is involved in multiple very prestigious dance classes. I mean, she is legit a ballerina dancer mm-hmm. type of a girl, and uh, I love her very much. And I go to multiple. I try to get to at least one of her recitals or shows per year, and I love going to support her. I don't love sitting through all the other dances though. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, we put both our girls in dance. You know, when they were kids, just to get them some coordination yeah. and well, yep. expose them to some different stuff. But Emma liked it more than Celia. She stayed in it a little while, and Celia was like, "Meh, yeah. <laughs> you know, not, <laughs> not really, not thing. really my thing, Dad." Yeah. Okay. Yep. I've got a couple more here. So, uh, how far apart are they? Will they be? It'll be almost exactly two years. Yeah. And That'll be good. That'll be good and bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> they'll be pretty good friends. But maybe they'll also probably be mortal enemies at some point. <laughs> yeah. That's almost the exact. It was, yeah, speaking of mortal well, you enemy, were like enemies, two years apart. With two your years sister, apart from right? my sister. Yeah. Same. Yep. And, yeah. and she threw a hammer at him. She threw. If you haven't listened to that story, <laughs> yeah. that was in our previous episode, sibling rivalries. Go back and listen to that right now. We'll yeah. wait. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. So prepare. Don't have hammers laying around the house. <laughs> sure. Apparently. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, boy. Okay, yeah, so we talked a little bit about the toys. I don't know if Isaiah has a ton of stuffed animals, but be ready for your house to vomit stuffed animals. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he does like we have quite a few for him. Well, you're going to tr- triple mine. it at least. <laughs> and my wife's. We know we still have those uh-huh. old ones, too. You're going to have so many stuffed animals, you're going to wonder if they have any others left in the world. <laughs> Celia still, we... She, we found this bookshelf and rearranged her room. She wanted to kind of update her room from it being a kid's room to more of a like middle schooler. Sure. You know, she's a middle schooler. So we put this book, we painted this bookshelf and put it in her room. And I'd go in there the other day and it's full of stuffed animals. And I'm like, what? And she's got all these books like laying on the floor. And I'm like, what are we doing here? This is a bookshelf. Prioritizing, yeah. Dad. So I had to buy more bookshelves. I had to buy crates now. The stuffed animals are now in crates, and the books are on the bookshelf. But yes, lots of stuffed animals. So the other thing to consider, and I thought about how I wanted to raise this topic, and I thought about putting you into a scenario, but I don't know that that's really the right (laughs) approach for this. Um, Maybe I will. Okay, so say your daughter comes home from school. How old is she? Let's say middle school. Okay. Let's say middle school. So that's that's about the time this starts. Ish. Um, no, 14. maybe 10, 10, 11. 10, 11, even, even earlier. Sixth okay. grade. All right. Sixth grade-ish. And she starts talking to you about something that happened at school. And it is like drama central where you've got multiple kids involved and, 
he said this, she did that, etc., yeah, etc. Et How would you handle that type of situation? Oh, well, there's very there's, vague situation. Yeah, there's also the the what I want to, what I'd probably rather want to do, or what I should do. Um, <laughs> I recommend just calling your wife. <laughs> no, but I, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, with any ki- any of our kids, we love them. We want to care about their life. So, you know, sit there and, and listen to some of it. You know, maybe a lot of it will just be like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe a lot of it will be like so much drama that you just be like, oh, that's nice. Why don't you go over there and play now? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, ultimately, like, I've. You know, listen to it. Make sure there isn't actually like anything serious going on. If there is, you know, maybe there's some advice or some way I can help. But I think mostly just being there is the important part. Yeah, that you answered it correctly, Charlie. You and need to do a lot of listening as a dad. Some sometimes dad. they don't. This is a question that I started asking a few years ago, uh, and I learned that it works with wives too. Um, uh, when you say, okay, I'm listening. Are you telling me this to vent? Or are you telling me this for a solution? Mm-hmm. Because I'm solution oriented. That's how my brain works. I fix things. Right. When you tell me something's wrong, <coughs> I'm going to try to fix it, fix it. And sometimes they're just telling to get it out and vent and they don't want you to fix it. They don't right. want advice. They just want to be heard. So yep. learning the difference between those two. To it's going to be a lifelong pursuit. <laughs> and, and, and you're right. You want to listen to the drama. You want to listen to the things that are going on. Because here's, kids can be mean altogether. Boys, girls, doesn't matter. But there is a level of mean that girls can take it to. Yeah. And maybe it's because girls internalize it more. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure we're going to get people that are going to hate this podcast or hate that we're generalizing. And trust me, I get it that we're generalizing. <laughs> we're dumb. And, and we're I, guys. Trust me, we understand that this isn't everybody. This does not. This is our disclaimer right now. We, we I think our disclaimer has always been that we really have no idea what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> and we're not very smart. That's sort of like a bull. Yeah. Blanket disclaimer. Yeah. This is just our opinion and nothing. Don't consider else. this actual advice. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's that there's that one movie out there about girls. Mean being girls, mean. Yeah. 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 You just you, you want to be careful <laughs> because this could turn into issues with mental health down the road. Um, I mean, yeah, we're talking about like you need to recognize when it's like bullying. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you need to step in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And also make sure my daughter is not bullied. Yes. Not bullied or bullying. Right. Yeah. Either right. one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. Charlie, Anything else on your list, Nate? No, that's that's my my big list. All right. Well, what? I didn't prepare anything as usual, so. Well, that's <laughs> you know, typical. Like I got my streak of streak is alive. <laughs> so, what what kind of uh, questions or do you have any what's the thing that's making you the most nervous about having a daughter? I I'm not really that nervous about it in general i think most of it is just right now like learning the different clothing items that are not that boys do not wear like tights or bows or we talked about the hairdos you know tutus yeah making sure i know how to put all that stuff on and picking out like tights are gonna be your nightmare (laughs) and picking out the the outfit that my wife says matches because i probably won't be so good at that all right so here so i'm gonna step in here and if 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 Christiana has a problem with any of the outfits that you pick out, tell her to back off. 
Well, <laughs> and I I mean this well in the in, in your nice Charlie way of doing it. <laughs> Listen you, here, lady. You let me if I need, <laughs> you let me know if I need to have a conversation oh, with her. Yeah, that's exactly what you well, need for your marriage and your family is for Nate to step in and have a conversation. Well, Christiana is like a daughter to me. In fact, we joke around that she's like my fifth daughter because I've got uh-huh. other adopted daughters here. Right. But anyway, you should be feel free to. Put your daughter in whatever clothes you want to put her in, whatever's out there, unless she's laying out the outfits for you. Yeah, that is true. Uh, because there, dads, and, and this is something that that I struggle with. I hear a lot of this. We never had this here, but uh, in, in my house. But dads get the the rep of you know you're doing it wrong. No, I'm doing it differently. So yeah, it, you, <laughs> yeah. So the <laughs> ultimate goal is she's still wearing clothes. Yeah, yeah. Is she cold? Yeah, I mean, is gonna, she comfortable? Yeah. Is Put she... her into the world clothes. Yeah. Be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's your base minimum. This reminds me. I saw you know how Facebook does like those memories, like yeah. you know, seven years ago this yep. happened or whatever. So one of them just came across my feed where Celia and Marcia and Emma were somewhere else, and it was just Celia and I, and I had to take her to school, and she was probably. I don't know, third grade, something like that. And for breakfast, she had half of a cold McDonald's hamburger and a warm bottle of water because that's all I could find. <laughs> and and the, the, the comment was like, parenting win. At least she's fed. But you're going to run into those situations where you're like, you know, look, this is the best I can do at this point is a, a cold McDonald's hamburger and a warm bottle of water. She's going to go to school with something in her stomach that's all that matters at this yep. point. <laughs> and yeah, if, if all you're stressing out about is the outfits, they don't right. need to. They, right. they don't need to have matching. They don't need to be cute. Well, we did that too. With our, like, let let them pick them out, and they're never going to match oh, at yeah. a certain age <laughs> if you let the kids pick them out. So yeah, just let them do it. There's man. no way I can be blamed for it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Celia more than Emma, but Celia had some outfit choices. Oh yeah, Jocelyn and, too. Oh, man, because Jocelyn just didn't give a. Shit. Right, that's kind of how Celia was, too. She would just pick whatever was in the yeah, front and right, put it on. Right. Well, this is on the floor. I'm like, it must be means i got to wear it. <laughs> right, right. So what are you most excited about? I mean, it's it's having a daughter is going to be different. It's going to... Having kids changes your world, but having a daughter really changes your world as a, as a man, as a father. I think so, yeah. I would say. Uh, yeah. I don't just, have experience with the sun, but I would say it changes your world. Yeah. You got a lot, a lot more things you seem to worry about. A lot more things <laughs> to think about. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess I'm, I'm still just, you know, excited that we're going to have another kid. Like, it was it was super exciting the first time. I think, yeah. what was... What was your quote, Andrew? It was like the the grossest but most beautiful yeah. thing you'll ever see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> something Birth. like that. Birth, birth. But yeah, yeah. I I mean, I I loved having a baby the first time, and you know, Isaiah's getting to the age where he doesn't always want to snuggle anymore, sure. and now we'll be able to do that again, and yeah. just just seeing them experience life and and do the things that they do. I I love all of that stuff. There'll be some really great stuff like dynamics that i haven't experienced with like an older brother younger sister type of dynamics that i think will be really fun too yeah i'm looking forward to some of that like you know if he'll he'll read books to her in a yeah. few years that kind of thing right yeah she'll throw hammers at him <laughs> you know <laughs> that kind of thing so are you um are you planning to take your uh, nba jam game to the hospital again this time for the birth <laughs> Um, there is a particular person, and I'm not going to name names, but that has made it clear 
that NBA Jam is not allowed at the hospital. Huh, weird. Just to be clear, uh, Charlie did not take NBA Jam for the birth of his firstborn either. But did it was you a, bring it to him? It was a joke. Oh, that it was we, a joke that All we right. talked about. That we actually talked about in the episode that we did. I don't. Remember, I don't pay attention I to our episodes. I talked about going, going to the. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't pay attention to anything we do. Unfortunately, with, <laughs> unfortunately, with the way the COVID policies are right now, Isaiah oh, yeah. is not actually allowed to visit right. us in the hospital. You're not going to want him there anyway. Yeah, you want him there for like three seconds. Periods, but right. I think it would be nice, you know, if he was the first person that got to to meet his sister after us. Yeah. Well, he will be because. Nobody else can come into the hospital, right, I yeah. assume, right? Yeah. That's you just won't be... meet her in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that'll be fun to see growing up. An older brother, from what I've seen, friends of mine, um, the older brother kind of takes a pr- protective role of the younger sister. They a can. Lot of, you know, yeah. a lot of times. And... Or in my case, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> well... You know, the older brother has to be at least a decent human being. <laughs> We're working in, on that. In your that. case, well, not in so my much. case, the little yeah. sister needs to be someone worth protecting. Oh, oh. I'm sorry, Kelly. I'm ouch. just kidding. Wow. No wonder she. You're lucky she didn't throw more than just a hammer at you. I'm sure she did. I just, you just blocked it out, blocked of, your it out of my memory. Or she yeah. connected. Nobody else is allowed to beat you up but me. I'm going to see my sister tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, actually, there was a little bit of that. There was a little bit of that. Sure, there will be that for sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see her tomorrow. We'll see if she's had a chance to listen to our last episode. Right. And... Hide the hammers. <laughs> yeah. You come back. You come uh, back with a new dent in your head. We're past that. <laughs> okay. Point. All right. All right. Well, what else, Charlie? Anything else to add? Um, before we did this, you asked me if I had any funny stories to share about Isaiah. Yeah. Yes. If we have time, I've got a few. Absolutely. Here. We'll okay. follow up. Back when he was still trying to get into everything, um, since. You know, since then we've put locks on all the cupboards and stuff in the kitchen. But he used to like to open the garbage and throw his toys in the garbage. <laughs> and every once in a while, he'd see something in there that he thought looked interesting. And one time, my wife caught him with an orange peel in his mouth. Nice. That was in the garbage can. Dumpster diving. And yeah. the whole next day, I think we changed four or five diapers and oh, diarrhea. Oh, yeah. So if you want to clear out your system. Orange peels. <laughs> Garbage orange, pe- orange peels. The new laxative. Oh, boy. That's awesome. Not awesome. Funny. <laughs> Not awesome. Yeah. Um, another one is that, you know, we, we didn't get to go to church for the longest time because sure. we were all at home. But now that he's back in church, we've taught him how to say Amen. So nice. a lot of times, if you listen to the service recordings, you'll hear everybody <laughs> say amen. And then two seconds later, Isaiah, Isaiah he goes, yeah. amo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and nice. everybody loves it. I yes, guarantee, you, I guarantee you everybody at the service loves it. Yep. Oh, let's see. What else do I have? Another one is that with being pregnant, my wife has a strong aversion to certain smells. Right. And one of those is dirty diapers. Of course. Of course so, it is. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we all have that aversion. Uh-huh. Well, not me. I lost my smell <laughs> right. from COVID oh. and still have not gotten it back. But 
not, s- since I have the superpower, if that's what you want to call yeah, it, um, that is a superpower. Yeah. My <laughs> wife has trained Isaiah to come to the basement door and knock as soon as he soils his diaper. Nice. So that I come up and change it. So for people that don't know, Charlie's office, home office is in the basement. basement. That's where he works yes, during the I'm day. still so. working from home. <laughs> so it's almost like interrupted a, periodically by a little knock and a dirty diaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's almost like the the dog with the bell on the door. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yep. Hey, Dad. Perfect. Wait till he's able to talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll open the door. Hey, Dad. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. Got poop. Poops. I got poops. Oh, yeah, that's coming up soon. Is potty training. <laughs> Oh, Oh, that'll be fun. That's always a joyous time. Especially with boys. Mm. Cheerios. You got to give them, I heard. Yep. Cheerios. So there's a place to aim. Something to aim at. Yep. Yep. And the last one I have on here, this is my favorite, um, was from Independence Day. This year we took him to his first Independence Day parade. Um, mm. Last year, I don't think our city had one. Right. So he loved all that. He, he, I wasn't sure what he would think about, you know, the fire trucks, but he, but he loved it. But after the parade, there's like a park at the end of the parade route, and everybody, you know, goes there. They've got food vendors. They got musicians, some entertainers there. You know, everybody just kind of hangs out until fireworks. So they've got a pavilion down there, and they had an entertainer. He was singing up there his daughter the entertainer's daughter was kind of wandering around um his wife was there watching but she was maybe two or three wandering around isaiah being the the big flirt that he is wanders right up to her and starts trying to make a conversation which for him you know he's just pointing and going eh, eh, eh. and you know we get to the point you discover she doesn't know many words either so you just have two toddlers standing there staring pointing at each, each other, other pointing and shrugging and we, we got some cute pictures of that nice. perfect but apparently one girl that for the day was not enough for him so <laughs> I, I think i've heard this story i've heard this part of the yeah, story this this is, is great. This is where it gets good. A young couple, maybe like early 20s, puts out a blanket next to where we're sitting. Uh, my wife and I are sitting. And they pull out this huge picnic. Like, it was pretty fancy. They had like a cutting board with a fancy block of cheese. They of had course, shir- just 20-year-olds can do. Yeah. 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 20-year-olds <laughs> with no kids. <laughs> yeah. And they've got like mini, little mini toast things to make sandwiches and a whole sausage platter and all this. So Isaiah had been playing with some rocks. He picks up his rocks, takes them over to the girl there and shows her his rock collection. And, you know, I, I, she pretended to be interested in all that. And like, oh, this is cool. Look at this. And, you know, be, being the parent. I go over there and like, you know, is he bothering you? Like, is that okay? All of this stuff. And she's like, no, it's no problem. Like, let him play over here. So he keeps going back and forth, like bringing more rocks. Of and course, yeah, because now she's encouraged. Is right, he at least no. bringing back it. sausage and cheese? No. Oh, no well, see, that's not, what you got to train him better. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, listen. Story's the story. Not okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, so eventually then he... Um, the, the boy over there starts interacting with him, too, and Isaiah decides to sit down on the picnic blanket, and he grabs one of the little pieces of bread and starts stacking himself a sandwich. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Attaboy. Yeah. Never miss an opportunity for a sandwich. That's what I said. 
nice. so he crashes this fancy picnic and then he starts grabbing all their tupperware lids and putting them on <laughs> their food containers nice <laughs> Nice. So I, yeah, that was, yeah. He crashed a picnic, and the the couple was fine. They were smiling and all that stuff. And I told them, you know, I think you'll 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 make good parents someday. There you go. Yeah. But that was his Independence Day story. Atta boy. Two so, girls and a sandwich. It's like a it's like a rom com movie. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about his drum set. I think you mentioned that yeah. he likes I to saw, play the drum. I saw something on social media yeah, about this. I, I found something. Well, actually, Lynn saw it, and then I went and picked it up. Uh, another friend of ours had a rummage sale where they were selling this mini drum set, yeah. which is in great shape. So I went and grabbed it and dropped it off at their house uh, a few weeks ago. And you actually have it set up in front of your drum set. And I'll let you tell the story. Yeah. So at first, you know, when Nate dropped it off, it was in the driveway. So we had Isaiah playing on it outside. We brought it inside. I put it on the first floor. And that lasted only about an hour before my my wife said, the yeah, drums weird. go in the basement. Weird. I'm, I'm used to that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, aren't you a drummer? I yeah. am a drummer. Yeah. So it yeah. shouldn't be a shock to you. I, I, yeah. Shame on me for being hopeful, I guess. <laughs> well, you were just wanting to bring yours up, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Isaiah can have his up here. Why can't I bring mine up? <laughs> right. But, yeah, we've got a the drum set platform in the basement, fortunately, is big enough. So I, I moved mine back. We've got his down there on the corner next to mine. So now we will we'll go down there and play together because his favorite is nice. to play together. He either gives me a stick and we like each hit a drum or I just grab my sticks and I sit down and play on mine while he's playing on his. And then every five minutes, he wants to switch. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. he hands me his sticks and he takes my sticks and then he, you know, he points at my, they, they're called thrones, the, yeah. the stool yep. there. Yep. Yep. He points at my throne and goes, eh, eh, eh. And then I, I set him on there. He starts playing mine and then... I have to scrunch down and sit yes. on his teeny tiny little throne and I, I start playing his and you know we go back and forth for about 20 minutes or half hour until nice. he gets tired. Perfect. So I actually have video of you playing on his drum set. Yeah. yeah. I think I posted it to Facebook. Yeah. yeah. I'll post it I'll post it to our social Good. media so that everybody else can see that as well. That's a great little video clip. Yeah, I might be a I I think I have a video or two of him playing mine too I could share. Perfect. <laughs> But he he loves it. Another drummer. That's awesome. It's all the world needs is another drummer. Someone to carry all the musicians' stuff <laughs> in, in and out. You know, yeah. <laughs> another roadie. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode. Thanks, Charlie, for uh, again coming in and being part of our show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. If you're a dad or a mom of daughters, let us know your advice. Yeah. And, yeah. Or Help how us. we're wrong. <laughs> Charlie's got a few couple weeks yet yep. after this comes out before yep. uh, before the baby's going to be here probably. Yeah. <laughs> you probably. never know. You never know. <laughs> and even afterwards he'll have time to, yeah, to, get, to get some. Give us your advice. We can help Charlie out again. Yeah. And speaking of advice, we've got some <laughs> advice for you. For me? No, not for, for me. For our listeners. Right. By you, I mean our listeners. Uh, we have another uh, Titan, TitanCast Media Collective promo for you. Another show on our episode. We've, we've promoed them before. I uh, figured we'd stick. This was Andrew's big idea. We'd stick with the my uh, first good idea of the day parenting theme for the day and promo our friends Jason and Julie at That's My Spouse podcast. So I'm gonna let you listen to their promo here, and we'll them, be back. We'll be back. Hi everybody, I'm Julie, and I'm Jason. We're That's My Spouse podcast. Check out this clip from our recent episode. 
What did you cook? Not a great, this wasn't the greatest week of my life. What did you cook this week? There wasn't anything to cook. Right, but we ate dinner every night. Okay, How I many made, of I made, them I made did you soup. prepare? I made mini soups. I made mini peanut butter and no, jellies. No, no, dinner. I'm going to talk about lunch when you were the only adult in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so for a little bit of... <laughs> So he was the only adult here. And so again, I say, what did you make for dinner this week? I don't remember. I made... Because the answer's nothing. (laughs) It's nothing. We hope you'll check us out. That's My Spouse Podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. I'm going to check that out because I want to know what mini soups and mini peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are. Many. Oh, many. Many, I thought he said mini. He was on a soup kick for a while. This is a guy that usually eats about four to five frozen pizzas a week. Oh. Jason does. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. They they have a great show. They have great chemistry together. Just very, very funny. They make me laugh a lot. So go check out their show. Anywhere podcasts are found. I've listened to them on Spotify. Yeah. Anywhere podcasts are podcasted. Yeah. And speaking of that, we thank you all for listening, yep. and we appreciate you sharing our podcast with your friends and family, and anybody else you anybody, want to share it with. <laughs> anybody else you want to share it with? Coworkers, yeah, random Enemies. people on the street. Yeah. That's yeah. what I started doing. I random started people on the street, yeah, sharing it with everybody. Yeah, I carry stickers around with yeah. me now and just hand them out to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you. Yeah, listen to my podcast. Good thing you, you know, waitresses. Luck. I know you haven't chased anybody down. <laughs> Because, you know, that would require running. No, yeah, running, require but, physical right. activity, yes. Uh, find us yes, on our website. Send them to our website. Yep. You can find all the links to listen on our website, twobeardsplease.com. On all the social medias. And so all the links to our social media. At uh, twobeardsplease on Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, Facebook, and, and TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. We're still growing on TikTok. I know. Once we get Charlie's... It dances up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't sign up for that. You, that wasn't that wasn't part of the guesting I'll do contract. Drum videos. Yeah, you have I to do it. You have to do a TikTok, TikTok dance to be so. a to be a guest. We didn't tell you that. Uh, Weird. Maybe not. We may, we may never get another guest if we have yeah, that requirement. True. That's true. <laughs> or right. our guests would become no offense, Charlie, more interesting. <laughs> 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 no, never, mind. Note, never mind let's close the show thanks everybody thanks for listening we appreciate you be kind be good to each other yeah don't be a d- take care <laughs> bye bye what's the phone number <laughs> and we have a phone number what's the phone number nate our number is 262-85 no that's my phone number <laughs> Your phone's going to blow up. 262-345-7076. Hold on. Take the crayon out of my nose and write down the right phone number. What is it again? 262-345-7076. Give us a call. Be funny. Be funny. You might make it on the show. Goodbye. <laughs> Support for Two Beards, Please is provided by Turnhall Financial Group. In order to better represent their reach to a wider range of communities, Cedarburg Associates has changed its name, but still sees money as a tool, rather than a goal, for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Turnhall Financial Group at 262-421-5467 or by emailing Turnhall Financial Group, that's T-U-R-N-H-A-L-L, Financial Group at thriven.com. That was a Titan Cast episode.